service president in history. And some of your staff say you were tired after your most recent encounter with Mr. Mr. Uh, Mondale. Um, I recall yet that President Kennedy had to go for days on end with very little sleep during the Cuba Missile Crisis. Is there any doubt in your mind that you would be able to function in such circumstances? Not at all. Mr. Truitt and I, and I want you to know that also, I will not make age an issue of this campaign. I am not going to exploit, for political purposes, my opponent's youth and inexperience. I still have time, I might add, Mr. Truett, I might add that um, it was Seneca or it was Cicero, I don't know which, that said, if it was not for the elders correcting the mistakes of the young, there would be no state. Mr. President, I'd like to head for the fence and try to catch that one before it goes over, but, but I'll go on to another question. All right, real comedy from Ronald Reagan to start out. What's up, all? It's Big John on Americana, the American way. And pick this. <laughs> that was cute. Got a little cigar leaf stuck to my tongue. Um, you can follow me on Getter and Twitter at the real underscore Big John. Of course, everywhere that they pod, they post podcasts, this is Americana, the American way. And if you like to look at my beautiful face, you can do that on rumble.com. Um, I want to say by no way do I consider myself a journalist. Um, but I want to use this, this incident or this... Uh, abuse of government power that's been unleashed on Project Veritas as an example um, and I'll give you another example too um, it was Thomas Jefferson that said this has been quoted and misquoted many ways but the quote I found was the tree of liberty must be refreshed from time to time with the blood of patriots and tyrants. Now, we're not going to have a, a fake insurrection. We're not going to ride at the Capitol. We're not going to make anyone bleed. But I want to know when the Department of Justice breaks the law who do they answer to? Who prosecutes the Department of Justice or the FBI or the CIA or possibly the Supreme Court? None of these institutions are bigger than the United States of America itself or the average American person and I consider myself at the below average. I mean, I'm as down to earth and as normal as you can get. But when the government 
in this case, the Department of Justice is so hell-bent on finding something to prosecute somebody for. The, the smallest law, look, they were looking through Project Veritas's private communications between Veritas and their attorneys. Veritas is an online journalism platform, uh, a, a movement, if you will, started by a guy named James O'Keefe. He started doing this little stuff in college, exposing ridiculous uh, liberal uh, rules. Uh, there, let me give you an example. Uh, he showed a video the other day for St. Patrick's Day. Uh, and in the college cafeteria, uh, they had, you know, Lucky Charms for breakfast. And that he took the university policy of uh, not, there was a written policy of not uh, using characters, let's say, or uh, stereotypes of races, uh, and he said that the character on the Lucky Charms box was basically a stereotype of his people, the Irish, and that it was racist and that Lucky Charms shouldn't be served on St. Patrick's Day, uh, that it was mocking the Irish or something. Uh, but anyhow, so that's where James O'Keefe got his start. Moreover, lately, he's been into exposing the government. Uh, he's been into uh, exposing other journalists, uh, people that lie in the media, uh, just different things like that. Um, most recently, he was given an alleged copy of the diary of Ashley Biden, the daughter of the president. And I'm actually online reading a, cop, a copy of this diary that's been posted, and it almost makes me feel bad for her. She seems like a... a she was like 37, going on 38, she said at one point uh, in this diary that I'm reading. Seems like a, a confused middle-aged woman who just wants to settle down and have a husband and kids and is having a hard time dealing with the fact that she's 37 or 38 and has not achieved that yet. But I digress. Back to Project Veritas. They were given the copy of this diary... They could not confirm that it was hers, so they turned it back over to law enforcement, uh, and then copies of the diary leaked out onto the internet. Some people say James O'Keefe leaked it out through websites and uh, things that are not directly linked to Project Veritas, but are linked to Project Veritas through other means. Um, 
So the, the Department of Justice, the FBI, raid his home and the homes of other Project Veritas employees to find this diary, supposedly, uh, to find other evidence of some manner. We, we have no idea what they were looking for. We find out that the Department of Justice lied to six magistrate judges. They lied to this, uh, what, what's, no, it's not special counsel, I wrote it down. Just lied to judge, magistrates, uh, I have to goop, I have to look it up again. It's like a special counsel who was appointed to look into this. this there was a person, a special person appointed to look into the FBI's research and how and what the FBI was So, this is what the FBI is accusing Project Veritas of. Oh, the, there was a special master appointed, okay, that was the word I was looking for, to oversee how, how and what data the FBI was collecting on Veritas and James O'Keefe. The Jeff G DOJ's flimsy uh, argument was that uh, there was a pillory, uh, okay, allegedly nefarious, allegedly sneaky, allegedly unconstitutional journalistic practices by. <laughs> Project Veritas and James O'Keefe. Now, let me ask you, how many times did the New York Times, other national newspapers, CNN, run with stories about Donald Trump, his family, other Republicans, other people of notoriety, based on anonymous sources, sources they would not name. And there's, <clears throat> there, there's a tradition 
will say that journalists do not have to reveal their sources for the safety of the source. Now, a lot of times those stories had to be retracted and apologized for when it turned out the anonymous source was totally made up. Project Veritas didn't say they got this from an anonymous source. They could tell you who they got it from. That's not even the point. The point is the FBI, the Justice Department, they lied to six magistrate judges they broke the order of the original judge. They didn't work with the special master to gain information. And this was, and they were spying on Project Veritas before the Ashley Biden diary. What they were doing with the diary or trying to do was say that Veritas and James O'Keefe stole the diary. But my whole point here is the Department of Justice broke the law from the sounds of things. Who prosecutes them? Who goes after the DOJ the FBI, the seamen, the T-men, the revenuers too, when they break the law. We've seen who goes after the president when he breaks the law, whether you want to believe that the Trump impeachments were legitimate or political in nature. We saw it with Bill Clinton We've seen it with presidents prior to that. When Congress breaks the law, they get prosecuted just like you or I would. What if the Supreme Court broke the law or a member of the Supreme Court or members? Let's think about this. Who prosecutes, let me just stick to one thing. Who, who, who prosecutes the people in the Department of Justice? We saw, this should all sound familiar, people, with the fake Steele dossier. There was a guy at the, uh, the FBI or the Department of Justice. Anyways, he, his name was Hernandez, not the football player that killed a bunch of people. He said, we're going to call this dossier the Steele dossier because that's who, where it came from, somebody named Steele. Other people at the DOJ wanted to call it the Trump dossier because it was about Donald Trump. Well, it doesn't matter. We know it was fake. 
We know it was paid for by the Clinton campaign. We know that John McCain know, knew it was paid for by the Clinton campaign and not Russia or anyone else. When he leaked it to the press and the FBI. We know the FBI used it to illegally obtain Pfizer warrants to illegally spy on the Trump family and the Trump campaign. Now they have done this to not a hated politician, but a group of journalists who is hated, who are hated, pardon my grammar, a group of journalists who are hated by <clears throat> other media outlets. And these other media outlets, legacy media, okay, um, use the same journalistic practices at times. Project Veritas hasn't done anything illegal. The DOJ was getting warrants and gag orders on Microsoft to take from the cloud Project Veritas's privileged emails and communications with their attorneys. It is illegal for the government, for uh, any, for a prosecutor to obtain your private communications with your attorney. It's called attorney-client privilege. What you tell your attorney is your business. Uh, it, and if it wasn't, you know, every everybody who's ever been. Uh, Maybe not everybody. A lot of people that have been found not guilty of murder <laughs> would have been found guilty because all they'd have to do is go to the attorney, put them on the stand and say, hey, did your client admit to this murder or not in your office? Uh, or they could go through emails or the attorney's notes of the uh, meetings with their clients and say, oh, look, on... November 1st, 1976, your client was in your office and you wrote in your notes, client said he bashed somebody's head in with a Louisville slugger. Case closed. But there's attorney-client privilege that says that the prosecutor can't do that. My point is, our government, we've allowed our government to take away so many rights, so many privileges, so many freedoms of ours. Our First Amendment, most importantly, our ability to speak out. And that's what Veritas is guilty of. Speaking out against the government, against legacy media outlets that the government admitted in a congressional hearing uh, a Senate hearing in the 1970s, the CIA admitted to leaking, or not leaking, they would write a, an article, a propaganda piece, 
and give it to a journalist to publish. And then the journalist's name would go in the, the byline. You don't know what the fuck that is because you've never read a newspaper because you're a millennial. The first line of the article tells you who it's by, what date it was written on, and stuff like that. It's called the byline. Idiots. The byline of the article would have the journalist's name, but it was really written by the CIA. That's not conspiracy. You can find it on YouTube. Congrat look up uh Senate hearing CIA uh information to journalists or something like that. And you'll see a an old smoke filled nineteen seventies room with everybody smoking a cigarette or a cigar and probably a little, you know, captain or jack in their coke in front of them. Uh and the CIA admitted this. Uh, one senator asked them, do you, uh, le do you give information or stories to television networks? And the CIA representatives there said, we don't want to talk about that um, op in an open room. We would rather talk about that behind closed doors, which is pretty shady shit. But this is what Veritas was exposing. The shady connections between government and uh, legacy media. Uh, exposing you know, government corruption, media corruption, all sorts of things. And some people in high places got a, a hard-on for them and wanted to take them down wanted to take them out. So they were going through their cloud information, getting these warrants and gag orders telling Microsoft, you cannot talk about this. Microsoft finally said, enough. We're tired of these gag orders. We want to know what you're doing. Probably because what they were doing could come back to hurt Microsoft's business. And so Microsoft filed a court order itself and then suddenly the Department of Justice backed down. Microsoft was demanding to know why they had these gag orders over them, okay? But who, who do we go to now? All of this information is public. It's all out there. Who's going to prosecute these people in the Department of Justice and the FBI for their illegal activity uh, against Project Veritas? Who prosecutes them for lying to six magistrate judges, a, ju a judge judge, and a special master? To, and get, they lied to the magistrate judges to get the warrants uh, that they needed to get the information from Microsoft and other places. And this predates the Ashley Biden diary.
where do we go from here? The next president of these United States, be it Donald Trump or Ron DeSantis, God willing, it's one of those two men with some character and some backbone. The FBI, the Department of Justice, and the Central Intelligence Agency need to be gutted a lot, 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 a lot of people, a whole flock, a bunch of people need to be fired, sent to prison, some of them. And those agencies either need to be proverbially, theoretically, not literally. They need to be burned to the ground. They need to be cleaned out. The barn needs to be swept out. The swamp needs to be drained. The trash needs to be taken out. Whatever metaphor you want to use, these agencies need to be taken apart and rebuilt from the ground up to protect the American people from our enemies within and enemies outside. Because if they're putting this much effort into going after a group of journalists because they aren't legacy or mainstream journalists, and I think they are the mainstream journalists, honestly, but they're putting this much effort into going after these people or a presidential candidate they don't like. They're doing it to average American citizens as well. They're going to do it to the regular American, the little guys that don't have a platform of millions and millions of followers to run to to expose this. How long will it be before we're like China or Russia or other communist countries where if some little idiot like me posts a 30-minute video like this or a 30-minute podcast like this is scooped up off the streets? So somebody in government needs to smack the FBI, the CIA, the DOJ on the wrist and say the power belongs to the people, not the bureaucracy, not the Department of Justice, the FBI, the CIA, blah, blah, woof, woof. God bless y'all. Um, I'm very concerned for my country. You know, I love my, my fellow Americans. I love my fellow earthlings. I love the aliens that come visit me. I'm just joking. Just kidding. Aliens don't come visit me. I don't know why they don't. Why won't the aliens visit me? Maybe they're not real after all. Well, anyways, God bless y'all because God is real. Jesus is real. 
and pray for one another. Thank y'all for listening to my babble. Just I'm just a, a normal guy that's concerned for the, the the future of his country. I love this country, man. If I pricked my finger right now, red, white, and blue would come out. And I'm concerned. So God bless y'all. Here, let's have some Ronnie Reagan jokes to uh, lighten the mood a little bit for a couple minutes here. Mr. Speaker, Mr. President, distinguished members of the Congress, honored guests, and fellow citizens. Today marks my first State of the Union address to you, a constitutional duty as old as our republic itself. President Washington began this tradition in 1790 after reminding the nation that the destiny of self-government and the preservation of the sacred fire of liberty is finally staked on the experiment entrusted to the hands of the American people. For our friends in the press who place a high premium on accuracy, let me say, I did not actually hear George Washington say that. It is a matter of historic record. On our way here in Air Force One, I was looking down over the, your countryside out here because most of the way from Oklahoma, I was looking down at clouds. And uh, I could say that it reminded me of a story, but actually I wanted to tell the story whether anything reminded me or not. <laughs> it was about a fellow that was driving down a country road and all of a sudden I looked out and there beside him was a chicken. He was doing about 45 and the chicken was running alongside. So he stepped on the gas, he got it up to about 60 and the chicken caught up with him and was right beside him again and then he thought as he was looking at him that the chicken had three legs. But before he could really make up his mind for sure, the chicken took off out in front of him at 60 miles an hour and turned down a lane into a barnyard. Well, he made a quick turn and went down into the barnyard too and there was a farmer standing there. And he asked him, he said, did, did, did a chicken come past you? And he said, yeah. Well, he said, am I crazy or did the chicken have three legs? He says, yep, it's mine. He says, I breed three-legged chickens. <laughs> and the fellow said, for heaven's sake, why? Well, he says, I like the drumstick. Ma likes the drumstick. And now the kid likes the drumstick. And we just got tired of fighting for him. <laughs> and the driver said, well, how does it taste? He says, I don't know. I've never been able to catch one. (laughs)